Hi, this is Kev Lakes Walker, and you are about to hear a podcast of an interview that appeared on Shades of Blues here on The Cat. And there will be plenty more as we delve into the archives. Sit back and enjoy. I am thrilled and delighted to say I'm now joined on the phone by a legend within the Blues fraternity, Mr. Duke Robillard. Duke, are you well? I'm doing quite well. Missing playing, but uh, but I'm I'm doing well. Yeah, it's been a strange year all around for a lot of people. Most of the people that I've talked to this year, they've just been on the verge of releasing a CD, and then everything went crazy. And you're in a similar boat, aren't you? You've got a new CD coming out in a couple of weeks. That's right. Mm. Well, we'll come back to that later on, but uh, let's have a, a quick whiz through your chronological history. First question I've got to ask is, where did the name Honey Bear come from? Oh, God, how did you hear that? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess it's uh, the way I wore my hair in the late 60s um, was kind of like an, an afro, and because I was kind of big, I don't know, people said I looked like uh, one of those containers that they have here that uh, hold honey, and it's shaped like a bear. So uh, yeah. that was a big joke. Okay, yeah. It, it could have been worse. Could have been a lot worse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in 1967, you've been, you've been playing and gigging around, but uh, you met up with Al Copley and you found a room full of blues. Was yes. there a, like a, a mutual admiration or did it just feel the right thing to do? Uh, as far as uh, Al, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, you know, uh, I was young and he was very young. I was probably, he might have been 14 or 15 when we started playing together. And I was, you know, 16 or 17. I think I was 17 at that time or maybe 18. Um, so, uh, you know, I had, I don't even remember quite how we met, but I think he was playing in a band of uh, another member of Roomful Blues, Greg Piccolo. We were both interested in blues, you know, so we turned each other on to quite a few different blues records back then. So had blues always been in your blood, so to speak, from an early age? Yes. Well, you know, I discovered Chuck Berry when I was about, I don't know, maybe eight years old. Uh, because my brother was 10 years older than me and had all the rock and roll records of, of the day. So, um, we had Maybelline. And as soon as I heard that both sides of that record, I, I was hooked. And that was kind of the beginning of my, that and Fats Domino were, were very, um, important to me, uh, musically when I was very young, I, I heard their records and Buddy Holly also, and uh, I, it just overtook me, and I knew that that's what I was going to do: is play music. Well, it's interesting you mentioned Chuck Berry there, because a lot of people, well, most people, know him for the rock and roll type stuff, but he was a very good blues singer, and he was doing a lot of blues before the rock and roll, wasn't he? Yes, yes. In fact, the flip side of his first record uh, was in the wee wee hours which is a slow blues and and both sides of that record really got to me and and the, the slow one even at seven or eight years old i i just was completely entranced by it 
and uh, it it really had a, made a big impression on me, and that was the first blues record I ever heard. You stayed with Roomful of Blues for a good number of years, but then you decided you wanted to spread your wings type of thing and do other things. So you started releasing solo albums, and you've done a few jazz things in your time, haven't you? Yes, I, uh, I'm a big fan of... Uh, of classic jazz, swing era jazz, and blues-related jazz. Is there an artist in particular who inspired you? Well, I think the first artist was Count Basie, who who uh, made me realize that jazz could be also the blues. Uh, Basie played a lot of blues in his band, and uh, that got me into it, and also Louis Armstrong. And then later on, you in 1990, you placed Jimmy Vaughan and in the Fabulous Thunderbirds, one of my all-time favourite bands, I have to say. All right. Did you feel slightly daunted taking over from Jimmy? Well, you know, I knew Jimmy before the Thunder. I knew the Thunderbirds before they were well known, when they would just come play little bars around the country, and I met them when they did their first trip up to New England where uh, I heard them in Boston and they heard me uh, in Boston also and we became real fans of each other and friends. In fact, half of the band was came from Roomful of Blues, Frank Christina and uh, Preston Hubbard, the bass, that bass player. And, uh, you know, so they started out with Mike Buck and Keith Ferguson obviously but you know we had a connection between all of us and we would play with each other and sit in and so it it was just very it was very easy and very uh natural for me to fit into thunderbirds that friendship with jimmy was rekindled years later in 2016 when you did the album blues full circle jimmy was a guest on that album wasn't he that, that's right, that's correct. Was that something that had been in the pipeline for some time, or did it just happen? I think he just happened to be playing in my town, or, or close to it, uh, when we were in the studio. So, um, you know, I asked him if he'd come in and join us, and he did. Also, you've met numerous luminaries throughout your career, but in uh, 2013, uh, you briefly toured with Bob Dylan. I mean, Bob Dylan, immense, immense talent. So does that rank up there with one of the biggest things you've done? I mean, like I say, you've, you've met numerous people over your career. Is there a standout moment? Oh, yeah. You know, uh, of course, he, you know, is, you know, incredibly important in American music. So uh, the the my favorite thing I'd, I did with him was record. I also played guitar on the uh, uh, Time Out of Mind album. And uh, that was a really great experience. You've also delved into your musical past, your musical history, if you want, with the Blues Rootsy CD, the acoustic blues and roots of Duke Robillard. Yes. Do you study music as such, or... Is it just something that you hear and you think, I'd love to do a version of that? Well, I, uh, you know, I've always 
since I was young um, and learned about the blues. I started off hearing country music before the blues in in my house, in my home. And uh, you know, when I learned about blues, of course, early on I heard about Robert Johnson and Sunhouse and Blind Blake and all the great. Uh, acoustic blues guitarist, so Big Bill Brunzi, and uh, so I've listened to all of that. I've studied all of this, everything that's related to blues. I kind of, my pastime is, is still, you know, really studying all of the different styles and, and forms of American music. And so at that time, I was really heavily uh, into learning about everything from you know, the Carter family to early blues people. And uh, so I I just did that recording over a period of time just because I was so interested in the music. And then when I realized that it could become an album, then I started, you know, recording more at a faster pace and uh, realized that it all held together well. And it, it won the uh, Acoustic Album of the Year and. uh 2016, I think it was. You've won numerous awards throughout your career, five times winner of the Blues Awards. Where do you put them all? You must have a massive trophy shelf. Uh, I, I do have a, um, a case that I keep them all in, in, in my studio. Well, when you were recording the, uh, the Blues and Roots of Duke Robillard, did that sow the seeds for the Earworm album that came out in 2019? That record is um, a record that was inspired by early uh, music I liked before I really became a blues musician. And, uh, 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 you know, when I was, say, in school, you know, I'd hear certain songs that I liked. Some of them are, you know, Chuck Berry. Some of them are blues. Some of them are rock and roll. Some of them are pop. And they're just all tunes that I remember as good songs from my youth. So that was the idea there, is to kind of make a an album that was other than the blues, uh, you know, that was music that I wouldn't say influenced by so much as I just really liked when I was young. I can imagine that the, the process for choosing the songs for that album was very arduous because there must be so many that you had to leave out. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> so will I there, just kind of went with what first came to my mind. So will there be a volume two? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It, it is something I could do uh, and wouldn't have a very hard time doing it. Um, We'll have to see about that. Was it received well in England? I yeah, don't yeah. really know. Yeah. Cause, I oh, mean, the thought, the thought crossed my mind, earworms, you could have one in each ear. Um, but that's just by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we mentioned right near the start that you've got a new album coming out called Blues Bash. And uh, again, yes. that sort of, you're going back to the old vintage sound of music. Yes. Does that come from the earworm thing? Not really. I mean, it's just, you know, in, in Roomful of Blues, I went through, within the, the 12 years that I was there, I went through every style of blues 
imaginable of vintage style blues, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I kind of wanted to go back to that sound for an album in one particular period, where the the uh, maybe the mid nineteen fifties uh, is where a lot of the influence for that album came. Uh, and I played mostly a Fender guitar on that recording and kind of kept the sound. Uh, the, uh, the band sound of Ike Turner's uh, Kings of Rhythm was what I was going for on a lot of it. On the album cover, it's saying Duke Robillard and Friends, you are invited to this blues bash. Is that the kind of feel you wanted to get, like a, it was a blues party? Well, yeah, it was a blues party. I mean, in the sense that we went in and just recorded the whole album live. Uh, I did a few overdubs, but most of it is most of it is just us playing together live and playing the songs for the first or second time. Uh, you know, we only did a few takes of each song, and and it was just uh, you know it it wasn't sit down and make a very serious hit record that's going to take a lot of work and a lot of time. It was let's just let's play these simple blues tunes and really have a lot of fun and hopefully that feeling will come across on the record it's one thing i picked up on talking to people over the years is when you do it live and on the floor you get those magic moments where somebody will come up with a riff that you just sort of pluck out of the air and it just makes the song with the moments like that Jules? yes and and everybody follows what they're doing you know whoever the lead is at the moment you're inspired by it and you follow it and that's that's why you you just can't compare music where you spend days and months working on a song and overdub everything that's one form of music and that's fine that's great that's the way today's music is generally made but um but that live thing where somebody hits something great and everybody follows and it it is a magic moment that there's nothing that can replace that. Yeah. Like we've said earlier, the world is in a strange place at the moment. When things do settle down, which I'm sure they will, are there plans for a tour to go with this album? Oh, I would love to tour. I mean, I'm really missing touring uh, very much, you know. Um, And hopefully we'll be able to come back to England. It's been so long since I've been there. Well, we would welcome you with open arms. So for now, thank you for taking the time out to do this. And I, I don't need to wish you luck with the album. It will be a smash. And uh, we look forward to seeing you over here in the UK. All right. Well, thank you very much. And I hope you enjoyed that little interview there. And there will be more as we record more for the show. And we are going to delve into the archives and pull some of the old ones out as well. So, plenty more to come. And of course, if you want to hear the whole show, there is always Listen Again. I'll see you next time. Take care.